everyone. Welcome once again to Horror for Tales. In this story, we talk about friendship, betrayal, and what happens when you get on the wrong side of a Florida man. It's my pleasure to present A Cooler of Craft Brew by Sydney Williams. I put up with a lot from Luro. It didn't start when he sent me to celebration. It goes back a little further, but I'm an easy-going guy, and I guess that whole deal just pushed me a little too far. And I guess opportunity just woke me up to what might be possible. But like I said, for a while, I rolled with every crap assignment he threw my way. For ages. Just nodding once I figured out that when I complained he just spit excuses and say we had a job to do. It started with the time he took me off the crew close to my house in Forest City and sent me to help with the excavation at Bithlow. I wasn't doing anything out there that any of our backhoe drivers couldn't handle, but he claimed it had to be me and it put me driving home in Orlando rush hour traffic and clicking off some past charges on the toll roads to try and save time. Rihanna quit trying to keep supper warm after about the second day I worked that project. Then it was down to St Cloud because they'd run into a ground saturation issue. I asked him if he was just jacking with me after that one. It's not far as the crow flies, but the traffic's hell. They just needed to do the dirt work right, get some trenches put in. But he said, Monty, I need someone with your touch and your experience. Rana was busy doing other things by the time I got home, muddy and wiped out every night, and she'd be pretty chilly the next day too. I couldn't blame her, but I was too tired to be much of a defence. I asked Leroux if he was trying to make me quit for some reason, but he said no. I was too good of a worker for that, and he just couldn't trust some of the younger guys to get the job done. So I went on like that for a while. I tried just doing a good job, but it was one shit thing after another, and I finally went to the work trainer one morning and told him I'd had enough. Aw, oh, come on, Monty. Don't lose that candy attitude you've always shown us. I know you get tired some days, but I see what a good worker you are week in and week out. But those guys in the office the other day were asking me if you were slipping. What? There are eyes everywhere, and the suits know if someone's slacking or even if their heart's not in their work. I got asked about some of your moves at the Thornton site. You know they send people behind us. What'd they say? Wondered if some of the dig was subpar. If the foundations were done right, I covered for you. Said it must have been someone else if it didn't look right. Crap. Are they out to... Just pull your weight. You'll be fine. Look, there's another job down in celebration. Real mess. You gotta go work down there for a few days. Get that squared away. You'll be in the catbird seat again. He smiled and chuckled, but I must have given him a blank look. You know, you usually drive a killer. Uh, never mind. Look, I'll move some money around. We'll get you a room. Won't be a great room, but you won't have to make that drive across the town at rush hour. Come on. Celebration? I know there's a gig in Maitland that's way closer to me. It got heated for a while, as I mentioned, and he had to work a while to settle me down. I hated leaving Rihanna for several days, but the way he described it, it sounded like a good way to shore up my job, so I finally calmed down and said yeah. I thought she might want to come along, but she had some things around the house she wanted to get done, so I went, and it turned out to be a bear of a job, with work needed to screw around groundwater issues plus an area that needed to be set up for a retaining wall. And then another issue that cropped up. It took a couple of days longer than I expected, but LaRue said he'd put my bruise on a tab and kicked back, 
So I did. But, as I sat and sipped and watched TV in the room, Rihanna would just talk a little while on the phone and have to get back to some plants she was repotting or something. I started to resent Laurent. He could have done more to protect me without me having to live in a motel for a week, couldn't he? I made it through it all anyway, and when it was finished, I called him. Come down and see it, I said. We whipped that side into shape. Tell the fat cats I'm a good employee. Monty, I'd love to, but there's a ton of compliance paperwork. Come on. If you can find a spot to bury just a little more brew in the budget, we have a bite of purple haze down here. I can get us a cooler filled up. Just tell everybody you're at the office. I picked up he liked that special brand of craft beer from the Louisiana brewery. It had a little touch of raspberry in it, and the young ling lager he had latched onto here didn't have. He had complained a lot long ago, Publix had stopped sucking his. I noticed later they changed that, but at the time you had to go to the liquor store to find it. It served up a nice enticement. Cold as your ex's heart, I said, and I'll help you forget her. He had poured out his soul a few times when he first came down to Orlando about all that he had been through, and I'd lent an ear. But I didn't want to push too hard. Forget it. I'll see if Ritter wants to drink it with me, I said as he thought things over. He lives kind of close down here. Ritter's probably got a fridge full of Bud Light, he said. Did I mention LaRue was a beer snob? He won't appreciate a good gold haze. I'll see you when I get through the traffic. So it was around 7.30, getting towards dusk when he showed up wearing a goofy Hawaiian shirt he had picked up when he came to town, because he figured that's how he would dress here. <laughs> Maybe over a cocoa. The worst of the day's temp was dropping just a bit. I'd zippered a light hoodie over my t-shirt, and I had the cooler between two lawn chairs. This place does look great, he said, scanning the clear expanse of dirt, the trenches in the retaining area as he walked the perimeter. Took a lot of sweat, I said. This is a tricky area, but then it's Florida. Land full of sinkholes and underground lakes. What the hell can we expect? I popped a bottle and passed it over to him. You told me that when I came to town, he agreed. Limestone, clay, interesting terrain. I was looking for a change, and I got it. It's different here. Even the lizards and squirrels are a little different. Just something different in the evolution. Or the water, I said, pulling a bottle. He settled into the chair beside me and wiped a few beads of moisture from the brown glass. Thanks, ma'am. You got your phone turned off? Mine is. Let everybody go to voicemail. It's in the truck. You can just ring. Yeah, you don't want the bigwigs bothering us. And I don't need a call from Rana tonight. He knocked back a pretty good swallow and he acted for a while like he wanted to tell me something. You helped me out a lot when I got here, he said. Rana and I felt sorry for you living in that long stay hotel with nothing. You couldn't find a rental when I first came to town. I'd go to the store and look around and think, all these people have homes and I don't. I'm lost. Why do you think we started having you over for Sunday dinner? He chugged a bit more and chuckled. <laughs> it helped. I heard all the Florida man jokes too, and I wasn't too sure what to expect here. You show me Florida folk can be friendly, just like Louisiana folk. He chugged again, a long swallow, almost like he was trying to drown something inside him. You got me through the first few months learning the company. You might not have moved up from assistant to foreman so quick, eh? <sighs> Maybe not. We swilled more, talked about the early days, and at the current state of the company and all the ups and downs of the construction business in Florida, and life in the Sunshine State in general. When he was just at the edge of South, I gave my head just a slight upward tick. By the way, there's something I want to show you towards the back of the property, I said. Something we'll need to take care of, but it's not a huge problem. We walked past the raised foundational dirt where the building was going, and then the past the work lights onto the rear of the lot where the opening yawned. 
I'd find the depression by accident. Happened to look for a spot for a small concrete square, they were going to put in with a set of dumpster. What the hell? We stood at the edge of the hole. I unzippered my hoodie. He didn't pay much mind to my t-shirt that pictured a big yellow backhoe and red lettering around it. Mess with a heavy equipment operator. You're in for a whole lot of trouble. He didn't even give that a second look. He was too busy peering down to try and see the bottom. Then he dropped to his knees, but he didn't have enough light. It had really been as I checked the area out that I felt something snap inside me. For a minute I thought I'd inhaled some gas escaping from deep in the earth. That had triggered all the anger again. Everything I'd been feeling over my gigs and what work was doing to my life. You've seen something like this before? Yeah, not the worst you think. It could be fixed. Ugh, this is going to fuck up the whole project, he said. We can't put... I'm not sure it's a limestone situation, I said. It could be related to what they call expansive clay. Scratches off a go down a ways and just causes a dip. You can fix that? Yeah, yeah, we can fix. Shit, no, you can't really see the bottom. Let me pull the unit over and then we can use the light though in the cab. I left him kneeling, peering down into the shadows. I knew a lot had to be running through his head. Reports he'd have to file. Reassurances, additional insurance, probably another survey. Construction delays. Everybody that worked on the paper side of things hated those. It wasn't his fault, but it'd be on his watch and he had been involved in some of the scouting of this site. He was so worried he just kept stirring as I fired up the unit. He didn't even look back as I rolled his way, stopping just where I needed to keep the weight from getting too risky while I had to reach. He straightened and dusted the knees of his jeans, pivoting then, but he didn't do it soon enough. I already had the dipper arm extended. I had the pin set for maximum manoeuvring, and moved a couple of levers. I gave him a nudge with the bucket. Not too hard. He caught most of it in the chest and went spilling over the side with a quick shout of surprise. I put things on idle and slid out of my seat to kneel by the hole's edge. It was about 15 feet to where he had landed if he was lucky. I had created a little ledge there at the dipper's maximum depth. The natural hole stretched on down from there. If the blow from the bucket hadn't winded him, the landing probably had. You hear me? I called. The engine, even idling, made a good bit of noise. Yeah, he said in a second. What the hell? G get me out of here. I could see him at the first level. I'd pulled the opening back a little and made the ledge where he stood as wide as a landing spot as I could. If you're good, you can work with a lot of precision with the backhoe, and I'd been careful to keep this unit on solid ground. If the depression below him was a true Florida sinkhole, it might open all the way to God knows what's down there. Gosh, I'd like to help. Kind of like you wanted to when you had me assigned out to Bithlow. What do you mean? It's kind of like that, I said. You wanted to help, but you went ahead and signed the order anyway. I told you, you're one of the best. That's the damn truth. That's all that's keeping you on solid ground right now. I popped back the seat and dipped up a bucket full of dirt, then swung it over under the hole. He was sputtering when I climbed to the edge again. I don't know how much it hit him, but he had a lot of red dust on him and he was trying to climb up the pit side. Come on, Monty, work is work. Sure, totally out of your hands. I jumped back into the seat and dropped two more scoops in. One zip, buzz, wump, then another. He was sitting when I looked at him again. The falling clots had battered him around a bit, and he was breathing heavy. His eyes were like little white circles amid the grime on his face. I'm sorry, okay? Sure, sorry, gotcha. What do you want? Not much now. You're pretty much where I want you, and I'm pretty much where I want to be. Look. 
I know I'm partly to blame in this. Get me out, I won't say a word about it. He was taking heavy breaths between words. You're not going to to say much at all before long. You might catch an air pocket and last a while, but come on, you made your point. I jumped back into the seat and dropped several more scoops. He was about up to his waist now, trying to dig himself out with his hands. How's the point looking now? I asked. It's been driven home. When did you know? No? That I was going to do this? About Rihanna. You're probably ahead of now where I was then. I'd been stupid. I'd have missed his signs. Or just hadn't let myself look at them. I had to when he said her name, and everything all added up. Starting with how she'd laughed at his jokes on those Sundays. She'd fixed her blini and we'd all had a good time. I felt like a real fool then, and whatever's boiling inside of me bubbled a little more. I knew my dirt, but not my own house. Of course he wanted me to have a shitty drive, so that if he popped over to the house he wouldn't be interrupted. Getting me down here for several days must have given them a wonderful week of romantic bliss. A lot of images flooded into my head, now like water flushing in the construction trench. Images I didn't want, but couldn't help. I don't know what came over me, she's just so pretty and... Rihanna with him, naked, pleasing him, him, touching her. In my house, while I was stuck in traffic, I let a streak of curses fly, and then I was back in the driver's seat. Back home will work fast, especially if you know what you're doing. And like we've established, I'm pretty good. When I pause and step back to the edge again, his hands clawed up through the dirt over his head. His face appears and he started spitting and gasping at the same time. You, you up there? You up there? His ears were probably full now. I'm here, I shouted. You, you, you don't have to do this. Come on, Monty. Get me, get me out of here. You know there'll be consequences. If they ever find you, I'll take your truck back to the office. Put the phone back in your desk. Leave it. They ask, I say. Yeah, he came down here and gave things a look. Went back to do some paperwork. Something about compliance orders. I'd have to be careful of the security cameras. But I've been thinking about that. <laughs> Rano will be suspicious. They'll have to find her to ask her questions, I said. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Monty. Good idea, I said. Give him a call. back in the seat then and I didn't stop scooping until I was finished with some rip-rack and a little more work. I didn't hear any sounds as I did a final smoothie over. I called out a few times. Hello? No stirring below. Hello? All looked good. And with all the filling and clay, no one would notice anything was out of the ordinary. If they did, he put down where whatever makes a guy turn into a Florida man seeps up from. I popped one more beer, sipped a bit and then poured a little circle in the ground. Maybe it would seep all the way down to him. R.I.P. happy man. You should have known what Florida man will do when he's pushed too far. Well, we hope that you enjoyed our latest horrific tale. If you want to keep up to date with future episodes, then subscribe to our YouTube channel and like or follow our social media pages. 
You can also give the channel support by visiting our merchandise store and picking up some of our items. Please also take a moment to support our contributing artists who very kindly lend their talents to the show. Check out the links in the description on how you can do this. Well, that just leaves me to say, until next time my friends, keep it creepy, keep it horrific. <laughs>